0: This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. More details are expected today in the shooting deaths of four people inside an El Paso County home. Deputies got a shooting call late Wednesday night near Peyton, arriving after midnight, finding an injured man outside. That triggered more resources and apparently fear of a standoff or possible hostage situation as negotiators responded. Once SWAT went in, they found four adults had died before deputies arrived on scene, a shock to neighbors like Robert Loudon.
1: I mean, uh, a lot of times on the news you'll hear about this kind of thing in town, uh, in the springs or in Denver or other big cities. So uh, I guess we get kind of numb to it, hearing it on the, on the news quite a bit as a regular thing. But for it to be out here, uh, one of the next door neighbors, yeah, that's, that's, it's a little unsettling.
0: The sheriff's office isn't saying much else other than there is no believed threat to the community. The search is on for whoever opened fire in a Colorado Springs home and the second such shooting this week. Police responded last night near Telegraph Drive and Scarborough Drive. They say the suspects drove by and got off at least one bullet. No one was hit. The same thing happened Monday night in a different neighborhood. Investigators have yet to make an arrest in either of those cases. Help from the public needed in an animal cruelty investigation. The Humane Society of the Pikes Peak Region wants people to go online and take a look at photos taken last Thursday morning. They show an SUV with a bike attached to the back, parked in the loading area of a Colorado Springs Home Depot on Southgate Road. Officials aren't saying how it might be involved, but they need help identifying that vehicle. You can find that picture posted at KRDO.com. Calls can be made to animal law enforcement or left anonymously through Crime Stoppers. A judge is ruling a Colorado Zoo has can speak on behalf of its elephants, not an out-of-state animal rights group. The petition against the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in Colorado Springs was filed by the Non-Human Rights Project, which claims the zoo was illegally confining and neglecting its five elderly African elephants and demanded they be relocated to a sanctuary. The zoo simply can't provide the environment, whether it's space, whether it's topography, or whether it's social interactions that elephants need. El Paso County District Court Judge, meanwhile, ruled and dismissed the case, saying the nonprofit's petition sought to give legal personhood to animals and the zoo has a better relationship with its animals than that nonprofit group does. A plan to link Pueblo with Colorado's front range is chugging along. Pueblo County Commissioner Denea Esgar says that passenger rail projects getting a $500,000 federal grant earlier this week puts it one step closer to becoming a reality.
1: It also keeps us in the queue now for the bigger federal dollars that will eventually come down to help us really see to fruition the idea of Front Range Passenger Rail.
0: ESGAR serves on the Front Range Passenger Rail District Board of Directors, but that latest grant, part of the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, will cover just a fraction of what's needed. Voters may still be asked to help pay for it. Governor Polis says that he's heard firsthand from people across the state that they want more options to get where they need to go efficiently and affordability. The service could include up to six trips a day or even more. I-25, now safer and more efficient, Care Paige Reynolds explains.
1: Those words from Governor Polis yesterday to celebrate new express toll lanes between Fort Collins and Berthoud
0: He says this will save people time getting to where they want to go. The ribbon cutting comes ahead of the lanes opening one week from today with fees waived until next year. It's a part of a northern expansion project designed to ease traffic congestion. The final phase of a widening six miles between Mead and Berthed starts in the spring. Paige Reynolds, CareDO News Radio. Colorado Springs is welcoming the festival of Hanukkah. Temple Shalom continued its holiday tradition last night by celebrating the first night with a community candle lighting. Rabbi Jay Sherwood told the congregation that this serves as a reminder to be the light for the world, especially with growing anti Semitism. Jewish families say that this year is taking on new meanings given the ongoing Middle East war between Israel and Israel. And Hamas. And the Cardio Network is partnering with Whataburger for the season of giving toy drive. Cardios Josh Helmuth is at the new location for Whataburger on Fillmore, just east of Nevada. If you have a chance, if you don't have any
1: unwrapped new toys at home, go out and buy some. Go buy one. Go buy thirty. Whatever you can uh, afford, whatever you're able to donate, help put a smile on some children's faces this holiday season. We're out here at the Waterburger location again on Fillmore. The Marine Corps League
0: already setting up their their big tent. We have the Toys for Tots bins already out. Please come consider coming out to donate. We'll be out here at the Waterburger and on Fillmore all day long. But you can donate at any Waterburger location throughout town.
1: Much cooler temperatures today and we're talking about snow that develops later this afternoon and into the evening. Could see anywhere from 2 to 4 inches around Colorado Springs, 1 to 2 inches around the Pueblo area. Much chillier high temperatures today with highs in the upper 30s and the mid 40s around Pueblo. But those temperatures dropping quickly as we head late afternoon into the evening. Then, much colder as we head into the weekend on Saturday with overnight lows in the upper teens and low 20s. Snow will come to an end, but it will be a chilly afternoon with a high of 34 in the springs, upper 30s around Pueblo. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio.